This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty to come on this morning's show. We've got the marketplace not too far away, and I think Moon's going to buy Kerry O'Keefe. He's just the voice of summer oh. now. He's taken over from Richie, who was the voice of summer a long, long time ago. But now we just can't wait Love to hear Kerry's voice over the summer of cricket. Uh, joining us on the line, one man voice I'd rather not hear, but we're hearing him a lot at the moment on SEN filling in Dwayne. I think he's actually doing it at Dwayne's house. Is uh, Cam Luke? Cam, welcome to you, mate. How are you going? Dwayne, just that hot tub, man. Just a couple of kilos. Just <laughs> that up behind a degree. Hey, it all, boys. Amazing. You're filling for Dwayne. You get so many different things. You can work from home. You get to do the show from a hot tub. You get two litres of milk given to you every single day to scale while you're hosting it. You don't even it's drink milk. It's good fun, man. <laughs> I know, but and that's, part of the, that's actually part of it. Are you, are you mixing that milk with uh, energy drinks? Because there's nothing that Dwayne doesn't put down his throat as far as a liquid before uh, he does a game. I've like, seen him do WD-40 before. He's done WD-40, yeah. I think. Yeah, it, it's amazing what the pipe does. They're having a great deal of fun, and, and his listeners are the best in the, in the country, so they, they just call up and love to talk sports. So it's been a, a lot of fun at a, a time of the year when there's so much going on. Now, you're doing stuff with Benny Graham, of course, uh, for the uh, Armchair Experts. For yeah. the NFL, obviously with Adam Cooney during the footy season as well, doing a great job there for Seven Network. Um, but also, mate, I did notice that you just decided that you just go to LA a couple of weeks ago, a uh, last-minute trip just because. Yeah, well, I'll tell you why. Uh, big shout-out. I know he's listening to the show. Mark Zara without a pod. I had a really good spring part of SCN track, and I was sitting here <laughs> really on a Sunday, spring. and <laughs> I, had, uh, I was getting a great deal of FOMO. And I was like, you know, I had mates and friends and family over there who had been traveling. I was like, you know what? I had something I had to do in LA. I was going to do it on Zoom and do it digitally, which is the way of the world. But uh, I said to my girlfriend, we got to LA. Uh, and we went for eight days. It was really good. Like, it's even better for her. She spent five weeks in Europe, went back to work for three days, and then went to LA for eight days. So <laughs> she's living the dream. But I actually had to do some stuff over there. But it, it's a really good time slot. I'm a huge American sports fan, as, as you two know. And and California, this time of year, really, the weather's perfect. It gets cold at night time, but I was able to zing over there and, and take in some good sports. So it was, it was a good little refresher after a, a pretty big three months. What games did you end up watching, Cam? Uh, Moons, this is what I did. And, and any time I travel, and this is not for everyone because people actually like to enjoy life outside of the sports sense, but I am an absolute sports geek, as you know. So uh, I rolled in on the Thursday night. We did the Clippers and the Houston Rockets NBA on the Friday. Mm. And on the Saturday, I did... USC, UCLA, college football, rivalry at the Coliseum. And then on the Sunday, like there are people who, are, who, who run marathons. There are people who, who, you know, are superstars at AFL. They push their physical, their body to the absolute limit. For me, my peak physical performance was on this Sunday. I went to the Rams and the Seahawks NFL, and then I scooted downtown to USC v. Brown and college basketball. And then I did the Lakers and Houston back to back to back. 
Mere mortals can't do that. Nice. <laughs> the way I was able to get through it was incredible. But, uh, not, all, not all heroes wear capes, my oh. friend. Don't worry about that. That was my point. My, I, I said to the mate I was with, he goes, how do you think we'll go? I said, I reckon we'll miss like four or five minutes of one and four or five minutes of the other one. We missed the first three minutes of USC because the traffic out of so far mm. was a little rough. And my driver definitely took a detour, which annoyed me. And I missed the first three minutes of the Lakers game. But to be able to do that, like, again, you know, the two-hour the, the two marathons within sight when it comes to the men's side of it, mate. But nothing compares to what I was able to do that day. And I did it all while sipping a couple of beers, moves like just peak physical performance. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect day. Hey, is that the first time you've seen LeBron up close? I, I No, I, I, I've seen him, I reckon... I reckon I've seen LeBron probably 25 times. Oh, okay. I've, I've been over there a, a few times. And uh, I first seen him uh, in the 2015 NBA Finals, uh, the first Warriors in Golden mm. State. And it's just, I, it's just in, what he does, for people who are lucky enough to do it, and it is amazing. I, I wasn't old enough to see Michael Jordan in the flesh, but to be able to see, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a presence about him. These, these athletes who transcend sport. And, and last year, uh, we actually took my, my mum and, and my mother-in-law over and we went to a Lakers game. I said to, to my mum, you got to go see it. She's not a sports fan. She's not a basketball fan. But I said, you got to go here. And we, we were lucky enough to, to, to sit right courtside. And, and she was like fixed on LeBron James. He has his aura about him. And it, it, it's a privilege every time you be able to see him. Yeah, it's an absolute superstar. Mate, uh, plenty happening in the NBA, of course. Um, we'll get to Draymond Green in just a moment because I don't know how it's going on there. But what did you think of the in-tournament cup, in-season cup? I loved it. Yeah, yep. I loved it. I was actually skeptical because um, anytime there's a financial uh, incentive attached to it, and America or a major sporting league around the world, I'm thinking, well, why would like honestly, why would someone who earns like we'll use LeBron as an example, he's a billionaire. Why would five hundred thousand dollars entice him? Because it's all about the playoffs, and that's what the thing is. People and the players don't really care about the games in the regular season, so the fans they still go, but the interest isn't there. It all drops down. So I thought, why would they care? But what I did mistake is LeBron is the biggest tight ass in the world. So he wanted to be $500,000. <laughs> so when he led, it's like a lot of things. In any sport, when the, when the best player or the, the, the leader or the, or the main highest profile person is, is, is leading mm. it, everyone sort of just follows suit. So when he was sort of locked in, then everyone became locked in and away we go. And it was really good. I, I found myself more interested in the NBA at this time of year than, than yeah. ever. I was yeah. lucky enough yep. to go to a couple of games. The, the courts are the courts are annoying. I, yeah, I agree. Like the, the the Chicago Bulls court is just all red. It's like this is the worst. Thing. I yeah. don't know how players played in it, but there's a couple. Of, I was I went to two games when I was over there in the tournament, and you definitely notice it. There's a different feel, different feel about it. So I don't mind having a different court. Maybe tweak it just a little bit so it's not so outlandish. But the tournament as a whole was was really good. And um, look, as I said, like there's so much going on in the world. I'll watch opening night in the NBA in the first couple of games. And then I'll sort of like check out. There's so mm. much going on here in Australia. And, and then I'll sort of, I'll watch Christmas Day and then it's all NFL. And then I'll bob back up after the All-Star game. And, and the NBA, I think I'm relatively regular and, and routine like that. So the NBA are like, hey, we can't, we can't allow this to happen where we have that dead spot for, you know, really most of leading up to Christmas. So, they, they got rid of it, and it, it worked perfectly. I was really impressed. What I loved about it uh, in the press conference after the, the, the final was LeBron saying the boys in the change rooms were asking when they get their money. <laughs> I reckon that's gold. That's what you want to hear. Well, they were in Vegas. They wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when can we, can we just get some credit for the tables? 
it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, you know, we, we uh, you know, for, well, not for Moons, of course, he's a, he's a multi-billionaire, but for Warlow and I, $500,000 would, would be something we'd be mm-hmm. giggling at. But for these NBA players, you wouldn't assume that it would necessarily be something that's the first thing they think of. But we, 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 we talk at the highest order of the, of the, of the men on max contracts. But there are players who are playing. Now, I shouldn't say only because, mm. you know, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money to, to play professional sports in, in our sense. But there are those players who um, I've got five hundred thousand dollars that, that make their life so much easier and so much better. So I've no doubt they were chasing it pretty quickly, some of those youngsters in particular. No doubt the commissioner would have rang a couple of those guys like LeBron's, Giannis and just said, boys, we need this to work. We need yep. you boys to make sure yep. that uh, you're going flat out on yeah, this. And, I think and no I- doubt that happened. The idea of having it still Absolutely. count to the regular season matches, yeah. I think, actually worked well. Yeah. probably people thinking, oh, that doesn't quite make sense. But actually, it worked quite well. Hey, back home in the NBL, Cam. I mean, mm. United, we know they're probably the hottest ticket in town at the moment. Is Chris Gordon shooting the best you've ever seen him? I close to it. So mm. we, I was lucky enough. I had Chris Golding in, in the radio studio last week for Thursday afternoons. And I, I asked him this question. On air, I said, "Are you are you right now the most intelligent basketballer you've ever been?" And he, he spoke really well about the fact that he, he he doesn't look at it that way, but efficiently the way that he learns and the way that he's been able to mature and understand the system nowadays is is the best it's ever been. And and you've played there, Moon. As you get older, you understand things mm. differently. You 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 attack things differently. You approach things differently. And there is no doubt that the way he's playing his basketball, and I've said this a lot, he is. In the NBL, he is the, the least egotistical superstar I've mm-hmm. ever come across because he has the ability to just rip a game apart. And we've seen that four threes on Sunday. He's a, he's a two-time winning championship player, of which one of those he had 20 in the first half in, in a game five decider. But he also slides into a team system if needed. He doesn't force a great deal of shots, uh, which is rare for a, a shooter of his ilk. Now, he hasn't always been like that, but that's part of the evolution he touched on. And the fact is that going forward, I think that legitimately, like his his ability to be able to do what he's done and the way he plays his basketball means that he can get he's thirty five, but he can just continue to roll on. Mm. So I don't think there's there's any doubt he's playing if not the best basketball, pure basketball, but the smartest, efficient basketball of his life. He, he's outstanding. Yeah, and uh, they've got a bit of a break too at the uh, Melbourne United because of the Australian Open. They don't play at home for a month or so. There's nowhere for us celebrities to go and watch. There's nowhere for Moons to go and watch the game (laughs) courtside part of the uh, celebrities. Hey, Moons. Yes. There's still an open air. They've still got next weekend, next Saturday night, Perth Wildcats in town, the roof's open. Oh, wow. You are the number one celebrity in town, so you probably. Courtside, here I come, Matty. I want to tell you a quick little story because you came up. Moons last night in conversation. Well, kind of. You probably don't want to think about this, but Melbourne United are by far the best team in the league. By far the best team in the league. They are yep. so far better than anyone else. It is. And, and a person said to me last night, and it, it was like, can you see this team not winning the championship? And I said, no. And I spoke about that, talked about the 08 yep. AFL season where you were by far the best team in the league and like you were, you were better than anyone else oh, and had no. it been a five-game oh, AFL no. grand final, you would have won it, right? Well, so if, if someone thing. had a kick straight, we may have won it. That's also true, but the fact <laughs> is that that doesn't happen in the NBA. Like they, they may have a game where everything goes the other team's mm. way and they'll win. But there's five games. Uh, grand yeah, final is five games. There's semifinals is three. So one off, Melbourne United cannot get beaten 
They, they are absolutely... Take that the to the bank, that- Matty. Good job, mate. We love having you on uh, every time you join us. Uh, have a good Christmas. Enjoy the break. You're probably heading overseas at some stage again. But uh, our last show for the year, we've, uh, thanks for jumping on a couple of times. And uh, good luck with Dwayne Slot. And uh, hopefully you're getting a decent sleep at his house, either top to tail or on the couch, <laughs> mate. Good luck. He, he, he's got a nice king size. I've got two things. I've got two major trips coming. I've got the Vegas Super Bowl. More importantly, I'm down your way. I'm bringing the radio show. We're getting tracked to the Geelong Race. Yes, yes, nice. I hope that both of you around to have a beer and uh, back numerous winners because the last time I went to the Geelong Race with Warlow, it was bad luck, and I actually ran a punters club, and we lost money after the. And you were chased out really. of Geelong <laughs> yeah, Racing Club. Well, it wasn't just me, mate. You were right there as well. But, oh yeah, uh, I'd give way, it. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I think one. On... <laughs> I think it was me, you, and Mitch Cleary, and Mitch Cleary just disowned you by the end of the day because you're going so poorly. <laughs> exactly true. Yeah. But uh, January sixth, boys. So if you're around, we'll grab a beer. We'll go to the races and have a good day. Go on, thanks, mate. thanks for joining us. We'll see you thanks, in the new boys. year. Cheers, mate. You're listening to the Warm Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet Three Six Five. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose.